Welcome to Your Brain On by Salience Learning. I'm Karen Foster. And I'm Krista Gerhard. So Karen, if you think about the way we've, I think we've done about four different launches since 2020, all in a virtual setting, I might add. And there's a variety of uh, resources that we've been exposed to, wonderful resources, launching new types of therapies, um, you know, bringing data that you know hasn't previously been seen. So really complex in nature, clinical and economic. There's a variety of information that these um stakeholders want to get out to their field sales, whether it be market access, medical affairs, HUR, you know, the marketing teams for market access organizations produce a lot of high quality resources for their teams to use in the field. Now, the challenge comes is that in a, in a market access environment, in a field environment, these individuals carry the entire portfolio. So they are not responsible for just one product. They're responsible for 15 products and multiple indications within one product, uh, potentially at times. So talk to me about your most recent experience where you've had to work with your stakeholders to help them understand the right strategies to use when considering all the constraints that the learner has uh, when taking in new information or launching a new product today. Yeah, no, it's a great question. I think that, uh, like you said, a lot of our clients that we work with, marketing and L&D for projects, the end learners are have a lot on their plate, like most of us in this day-to-day world. And it's so important to approach that project as, as a partner to empower the people to identify the prior, priorities. In the sense not just priorities from their tool or priorities of the approach, but you know how, what are the priorities and how does the learner use that tool and those and the and those tools in their approach? Because uh, you know, unfortunately, that the human mind is is not yet perfect like a computer in terms of downloading and and processing information. And, and there's a breaking point, right? So they hit what's called cognitive overload, and it can just prevents any additional information from sort of sinking and soaking in. And uh, uh, so it's really important in those situations where you have learners that have a lot on their plate and you have, like you said, market access tools that are really rich and high quality to to really empower the the, the, the process of prioritization and real world application and relevance. Because uh, without that, it, it, you know, unfortunately, the the experience of of you know communicating the tool to the the end user can you know fall a bit flat. Yeah. So when that happens, what are some of the strategies that you try to encourage our our clients to use to avoid those types of uh, situations? Yeah. So no, it's a great question. I think one of the things that we've seen work really well is to provide the tool. You know, say for example, a twenty, thirty, forty slide value prop or, or vis-aid or HEOR economic study deck, uh, provide it ahead of time, give the learners at least exposure to sort of ingest the content, um, give them the opportunity to absorb it, and then use the time in a face-to-face, of course, most <laughs> all virtual at this point, to present some key aspects of why the tool was designed, what 
evidence inform the tools layout or prioritized messages, and then get the learners, you know, asking questions about how they'll use it. Uh, that's a simple way, you know, if you only have an hour at a specific meeting to cover a 30 page tool, right, rather than sort of go slide by slide or page by page, you sort of flip the classroom and you enable the learner an opportunity to to absorb the information, which they can do much faster than anyone could, you know, go slide by slide to, to them uh, and get them thinking about applying it and using it. So when we work with our, our, our clients, there's sometimes that fear um, where you've invested so much time, you don't want to turn it over to someone else who may not deliver it uh, in a way that you think it should be done. And therefore, there's this desire to not have them ask questions, but to tell them what they need to know. Well, yeah, that's definitely something that we encounter. And uh, I mean, again, going back to the audience we're talking about, if it's particularly a market access environment where you have maybe 50, 60 account executives that have an average of 20, 30 years in the business, uh, most of the individuals in those roles have a substantial set of experience. I think that approach of just telling people stuff, well, one or two things that it might not result in the best outcomes because, well, one, a lot of these individuals already already know quite a bit, and so you're 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 neglecting that leverage that you have, in the sense that they can you know evaluate all you know a value prop for all of their background knowledge and prior knowledge. The other challenge that can be encountered in that approach is that it's basically like delivering content, right, and you know, delivering content is is not the same as 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 empowering people to apply and use something. Uh, we've all probably sat in, you know, educational lectures or professional development experiences or workshops that really didn't empower us to change. But if you think of those ones that did, it it truly does put the audience or the learner really at the center. So, how can you help? marketing to better use the insights that they've garnered along the way in their development of the resources uh, and have them use these same types of insights to elevate the type of learning that they want to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things we've done with a lot of our marketers uh, who kudos to them for, uh, you know, having a growth mindset and being open-minded, you know, we worked with them to create specific case scenarios that, um, you know, in the course of the training of a tool, we delivered that that case situation to the learners and had them think about how they'd use the tool in that scenario. So meaning the marketers were able to tell us, you know, okay, so what is the type of account or type of customer that, you know, is, is going to have the, the, is really the priority for you? So is it a, you know, a vertically integrated IDN that has a certain set of, um, you know, other business connections or a business strategy, or it has, you know, a, or it has an insurance, a payer arm with a GPO type environment. So the, the marketers can help us as learning and development professionals really craft a rich real world scenario that when the learner reads that in an experience or a workshop, they say, wow, I know exactly what account this is in my territory, and they zoom in on it. And it really helps sort of tell the story uh, for the learner to get them even more focused and empowered with that tool. So I can understand from a learner perspective, 
the why, right? The, the, the meaning of uh, that you've just created for someone who's sitting in the seat, receiving this information, you've just made it relevant. You've just helped them to solve a problem of, of what am I supposed to do with this resource and where should I use it? Now, while you've made the learner happy, how can we help our marketing colleagues to understand how it will achieve their goals as well? It's a great question. I, and, and to that, I would say, you know, first, just confirm for me, I mean, you were the you were a marketer, right? You've spent a lot of time developing value props and materials. I mean, isn't the primary goal of the marketer to have those tools used? Uh, we know in many of these large uh, institute, you know, organizations, the the statistics are being tracked in terms of the number of times it's being downloaded or opened or minutes on a page. So, I mean, I guess first confirm for me that that's typically what the marketers want to see. Not only do they want to see market share grow and patients get helped, but they also want to see tool usage, which is kind of that initial first indicator, maybe a leading indicator of some of that other bigger business goals. Would you agree? Absolutely. I know as in working on inline brands and, and launch brands, there's nothing more debilitating to a marketer when you see single digit downloads of a launch value proposition. So, I mean, I think it, it, it's helping our learning and development colleagues to sort of make that business case, right? The business case for utilization and and what type of learning strategies or design drive utilization. Right. Well, you know, I'm going to be a little off the cuff here and I guess what think of an analogy? I mean, for me, I'm always about analogies and metaphors, but and I'm not much of a kitchen person cooking, as you know. So let's use this as an idea. You know, I open my u- utility drawer in my kitchen and I take out this one kitchen utensil, and I just have no idea actually how to use it, right? It kind of looks like a spoon, maybe it's not, it's got little prongs on it. I think to myself, oh, I guess it's a spoon, I'm not really sure, but in the same way. If, if you don't, by showing people how to actually use the tool or the environment and the conditions that they will use it in, they will logically, more likely use it more often, right? So, you know, rather than sort of, you know, talking to me about this particular kitchen utensil and it's, you know, five inches long, it has five prongs, it has a silver, you know, handle and it's it's weighted so nicely in your hand, right? If someone were to come and say, hey, this thing does this. Uh, it scoops, it turns, it takes pasta out of hot boiling water. I'm going to instantly connect in my mind that situation and those conditions of when I would use that utensil. So from a learning and development perspective, the and to your point, to marketers, it really becomes, hey, let's explain the why from the tool, explain the background, give some context on how it was created, and then get right to how is it going to be used. And hey, in, at, with this type of customer, with this type of, of objection, this is where that can really hit the ball out of the park for you. And I, I just have to, you know, in a, in a similar way, then, you know, as someone, you know, hits those criteria, they're going to go and open the drawer, pull out the tool, which then results in better market statistics for you guys on the marketing side and, and better care for patients. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Brain On. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Krista Gerhardt. And I'm Karen Foster. And we'll see you next time. 